Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Outgoing Without Going Out. We are back with another podcast with the one and only Mama Fuller. It's just Gabby and Mom here today, and we are giving you guys what you always wanted. Every year, we always do one good cheer, whether it's tea or just answering all your questions about everything cheer-related, and it's fitting because we are currently laying in a hotel bed in Atlanta, Georgia, Waiting to go get ready for cheer sport day two. So we're going to catch you up on the weekend so far, what we've been up to. And then I asked on my Instagram for any and everything cheer related questions. And we're just going to go through and answer them all. So I, when I'm in cheer mode on a competition weekend, like I cannot tell you what I did this past week. My brain is not working on anything except being here. So, I mean, I think that's pretty much all I've been doing, right? I don't know. Are you going to let me talk? I'm still waiting to do without going out. You did it all. Do you not listen to the podcast? We don't do that anymore. Well, I like to do that part. (laughs) You didn't tell me beforehand that you wanted to do it. We don't do it anymore. Okay. So, yes. And I wanted to take this out on the streets. I wanted to do in the competition venue. Maybe today with the vlog camera. Okay. I will go. I want to interview cheer moms. I want to interview cheer people. I want to be like, what's his name on the streets? So that's what you, Billy on the streets. But you always want to know what you can do on your social media. Why don't you do that for your TikTok? Because I need help. (laughs) Did you see my last TikTok in the dark? Oh, goodness. I need help. I know I could do that, but okay, we're going to figure this out maybe today. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Stay tuned, everyone. Where were we? Oh. Talking Atlanta, about this week, day yeah. two, cheer sport. I'm, I'm kind of bitter already. Well, I'm always bitter at these competitions. Yeah, unfortunately, just... The whole cheer world, it's just bitter. It's just bias. I mean, other than that, it's nice, but... Yeah, it's, it's hard because you can't do anything about it, but when you don't agree with certain things, it's just like... It just kind of sucks because you, you, there's nothing. You just got to roll with it and hope for the best on day two yes i guess just hit your teen be clean but even then i don't know well, anyway back to where we were to catch up to speed so i <laughs> flew in here on friday morning at like my flight was at like 5 a.m we got here so early but you did get in no. your room yes luckily we got to the hotel and it was empty honestly it was probably best case scenario because the rest of the day the hotel was packed and no one got a room forever so we were the first ones there at 8 a.m. And somehow they had our rooms ready. And we just immediately got into a hotel room and could take a nap, which because was so nice. Last year, you got in early and you had to all sleep. I slept Can you on imagine the, the whole team couch. sleeping yeah. in the lounge? Oh, yeah. And the hotel. The Signia Hotel, not the Omni. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that later. Um, really nice hotel, though. But took a nice long nap. And then... We had so much time to kill because we didn't have anything until we like practices at like six o'clock. And the way these practices work most of the time is 
the competition will just open up like the warm-up area and they let you go through the whole warm-up process so did that with both of my teams which the cheer sport warm-up is the longest warm-up ever like even for lj it's long like we have so you go you have an eight minute stretch square on concrete which is like nothing and then you go eight minutes stunt eight minutes tumble eight minutes dead mat and then four minutes spring floor i would have loved that as a coach remember we used to rush it was like six minutes and it just well, yeah. wasn't enough time no obviously i prefer this over not having enough time but like it's it a is lot nice. <laughs> it, it is very nice and i like how they do the eight minutes eight minutes eight a and b yeah, yeah. i think it's run it's set up well. nice yeah it's just like for senior two we literally had to skip an entire map because for a level two team like, your warm-up pass is your full-out pass. So, everything, and same with our stunts, like, everything takes not 45 minutes to warm up. Like, those poor kids had so much time in the warm-up room to just, we're, like, just playing music, we're dancing, we're hanging out because, they're like, we warm everything up so fast with that team. But that's right. cheer sport for you. It's always known as, like, the longest warm-up process. It's so crazy how every competition is so different because you'll go here, and then NCA is probably, like, the normal eight minutes like stunt tumble spring floor i think it's like that and then you'll go to like ucn worlds and you only have 12 minutes on one mat that's your entire warm-up process it's one really? mat yeah it's just a full spring that. floor and it's 12 minutes total that's it hmm. so it's all very different but we had practices friday night for both my teams they went very well and then i have my day doesn't really start until like three o'clock but yesterday was day one we had a senior two team bonding in the morning so it started a little bit earlier we had um they did a little like q a trivia thing cute. it was cute like so all the parents submitted three like fun facts about everyone the parents yeah. submitted them this is where i was trying to get with the i was confused so the parents submitted them and there was more than one for, for each girl yeah that's where it was confusing okay but some of the girls didn't even know their own fun facts about well, themselves obviously <laughs> i saw that that's why i was so confused yeah but it was fun so they did a, they tried to like match the like fun fact to the girl to get to know them a little bit better it was a cute idea because i don't think i've ever done that for like a team bonding that seems like a very some someone was a teacher at one point and came up with that oh, idea yeah, even when she was they correcting the papers yeah. i know i'm like oh i can do that um and then one of our girls on senior two works at a not like a dance studio. Is it like literally like a line dance It's a place? Cowboy, right now where she works is a cowboy bar. Yeah, she used to work at a... Country bar. She used bar. to work at a, um, a, like kind of a dance studio. Like she taught right. like so salsa classes and all of this. But so she taught the team a line dance, which was... A couple of them. They were cute. They were cute, but it was the girls were not catching on. <laughs> but it was it was fun. I it, it was such a fun idea. And I feel like it's something now that we can like play the song and do every so often at practice. So they'll remember it and like... It'll oh, be like their own little dance. Or in warm-ups because we have extra so time. time. We're going to line dance. Um, and then my day started with LJ and they had a phenomenal day one. They just have been working really hard. We've been working them like really, really, really hard in the gym. So I'm very proud of them of how much they've turned things around yes, since they've majors. They're tumbling. Yeah. It was really good. Um. And then, of course, it's always, like, the one little thing that has never happened ever will probably never happen ever again. Um, they would have hit a complete zero, but we had a collision in standing tumbling, which has never happened before. And, of course, it's, like, our like our best tumbler on the team. So props to her because she got up right away, went right to the corner, and then threw the hardest passes that anyone's throwing in the entire division and still landed all of them after the collision. So extremely proud of her. That was our only mistake on day one. 
Um, you know what I did notice yesterday? You know how my always thing is that, and I've noticed it now that I've seen LJ a few times. I used to, when I was coaching, if you have a great warm-up and everything hits in warm-up, yeah, it, it doesn't on the competition floor. Yeah. I love a and good, I, like, let something little go wrong And yesterday you did not, your warm-up was good. But things were still we like dropped a prep. not hitting. <laughs> it's like the things, stupid little, little things. things. Yeah. And then you hit on the competition floor. So let's hope. I agree. I always say that too. I, I, I like th- when things are like not that it's anything crazy that you're going to stress about. Like not like a skills falling or not anything like that. But just like oh a, a grip was missed a little bit. So we bobbled for like a second. So now I know that like my bases are going to be really focused on that on the competition mat. Or like like I said like we had like a prep mishap or a prep mishap in warm-up so obviously I'm not worried about that prep messing up again on the competition mat but it reminds them that like it can be something as little as a prep like we really need to focus on every little detail well, yeah and in the warm-up at majors and everywhere like you hit yeah like never bobble and then we go out and hit I, I agree so I like I that think, too honestly so I hope today let's hope but yeah I mean performance wise it was we've gotten so many messages from other coaches that they just like it was so clean. They looked so confident. They literally looked like they the routine was in slow motion for them, which is what I say basically every time before they compete because the second you go into autopilot as an athlete is when you walk off the floor and you're like, I don't even remember that routine. Like, it went so fast. I don't even remember what I did. Did I even do it right? But when you, like, really are focused on every little detail of it and you put it in slow motion, you're fully in control of everything that's happening. You have so much time to recover if something goes wrong. Like, you're just very aware of everything that's going on and that's what they looked like yesterday and... I I was so proud of them. It looked so good. Yes, and they should be in first place. But welcome to cheerleading. I mean, uh, it also it's hard because they were first in their division yesterday. And as much as varsity scoring isn't comparative, like it has to be for scores to be accurate. So obviously you have to set the baseline. You can't give the first team out a perfect score because then if someone comes out and does better, where are they scoring? Like they would also have to score a perfect score. So it is kind of comparative even when it's not supposed to be. And that's unfortunately where when you go first in your division, you you get kind of docked a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah, that could be. So hopefully. So they go last in their division today. So hopefully we can get maybe a more accurate or just like a a better eye on scoring because there's some things that I don't agree with. But overall scores in the our division are very close. So it's kind of anyone. We didn't have to spend our, we like just come along as a shadow. Yeah, we didn't have to do anything at AccuScore, which was so nice because we were up there just hanging in the coaches lounge, just like looking at our score sheets. And there was, like, basically every biggest team you could think of were sitting next to AccuScore because it was so backed up. Which then leads me to, we did not get um, division placements until 1 a.m. last night. Yeah, LJ I competed. Well, LJ was not even, teams way before LJ. Like, large seniors was done at, like, what, two? like, 2, 3? And they didn't get scores till 1 a.m. too. Like, it was insane. I went to bed. I, I fell asleep with my phone in my hand before I knew what, places my teams were going into for day two yeah i have a feeling what's his name will probably avoid us today because that might be one of our things i mean uh, yeah it's just crazy but um then senior two did awesome they did had the best routine they've ever honestly did all year so that was really nice the parents were like crying they were so proud even the kids were like that they did good it looked good good. they did they look so much better out in the competition than I mean, they looked good in warm-up, but it just all came together. Yeah, they're game very day visual. girls. They, yeah, yeah, they definitely are. They like to perform more than they like to just go practice. through the motions at practice, for sure. So very proud of them. Both my teams had a phenomenal day one, and Cheerspurt is floating 25-75. 
So you your, best your best day, day. gets seventy five percent, which I love because then it encourages. It's not like a oh you have to do better day two. It kind of encourages like do good both days and then that's how you're gonna win because either of your days scored high enough. And you might be wearing a purple wig tonight because you've been senior. I didn't say I was gonna days. wear it at the competition. I just said I'll wear I it at some know. point. They, they were might. trying to beg me to wear a purple wig at, around the competition. I'm like, do you guys know who I am? I can't. I, it's not like I could go incognito around <laughs> places. Like, it doesn't work like that. Oh, that was a good bet, though. I think that helped them hit it. We'll see if they hit again today. So now it is 11.59. I don't have to be over to the competition until 3.15. I'll probably head over a little bit earlier, but... Mama Fuller wants a steak. Yeah, she like is craving a steak out I of nowhere. Had a good so. steak in so long. All I've eaten is chicken, which gets to uh, my my update. You didn't do any updates. Well, you just had cheer was, all week. Yeah, Same basically that was week. it. Was just prep for cheer sport all week. I haven't been on since Christmas. Okay, well, don't update us update? that much. Okay, well, all I do is substitute teach, so that's not fun. And then I um, work out. I'm on my since I got back from Mexico. I'm on my macros protein on my um fitness kick so that's been going well i think i've been doing well and then let's see i got here friday no i did not get here friday i flew out early friday as you did mm -hmm. but i flew from cleveland to lauderdale stopped in lauderdale to visit the grandparents and then I did all that stuff, and then I flew out Saturday morning to meet Gabby at the Omni because she forgot to tell me that well, she's at a we different hotel. thought we were at the Omni until we literally checked into the hotel. So I'm at the Omni at the room she told me she's at, and she wasn't there. So I had to walk another mile uphill. I mean, wind it was, lots they're of both luggage. connected, <laughs> and it's just connected on the other side. It was faster to go outside, and boy, it was cold and windy. It was 70 in Atlanta on Friday. Was it warm when you were here? I mean... It was warm, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Or not yesterday, Friday. Friday. And then yesterday freezing was yesterday. like 30s and 40s. It's freezing, and today is just a little warmer. Tomorrow will be nice when we leave, so there we go. Our luck. All right, what's your favorite? My favorite are the... Are they called pepperoni balls or are they called torpedoes? The ones Those you ones are torpedoes. The torpedoes from Arts Bakery on... What's the street called? Twenty Sixth Street. Twenty Sixth Street in Erie, They're Pennsylvania. Open another one over on Harbor Creek. Wow. So they are opening a second location. For I don't. Them. This is one of New the biggest owners. like mind boggles to me that pepperoni balls don't exist like anywhere but Pennsylvania. Like, why has no one else caught on yet? I just don't get it. Even if we bring them, I bring them to competitions and people are like, "Oh, let me have them." And they're like, that "This is, is so good," people, but... and they don't know what they are because they don't. I don't understand. They don't exist anywhere else. But it is a, a dough ball with cheese and pepperoni inside it's like this one's hot pepper cheese the torpedo yeah it's like so pepper jack i like more so cheese but it's good good they the reason it's my favorite specifically right now is because she always brings them to competition because they save my life on competition days because there's so many times where i don't have time to go like especially me i don't have time to go stand in line to get food obviously like meal. when mom's here it's so much better which i that's why i love when she's around at competitions i almost need her more as a coach than i do Actually, I probably do need you more as a coach than I do as an athlete. Because as an athlete, I only have to worry about myself. Like, I don't... I'm only there when I need to be and... Right. You like, that's it. But as a coach, I have way more obligations that I have to handle. these places, it's hard for you to go places. Well, yeah, that too. I can't really go so anywhere. So I can run them around so you don't have to leave the room and get bombarded. But they are just the best because I just... Whenever I'm hungry, I just have a little pepperoni ball and they are so good. 
I know I like more cheese and there's so many different ways like Lexi likes the Stagnelli's frozen ones that she pops in the air fryer but of course we can't bring those um they have like fresh dough ones deep fry I mean we have a million and, and nowhere else has them I don't get it They're I don't either to make they're such a staple at like high school football games too they were sold in our concession stands like we just had them everywhere and, and they you just don't have them anywhere else. anywhere else I don't get it that's very but. odd they're so good, and if you're listening and you own a bakery anywhere else, start making pepperoni balls. Pepperoni cheese balls. I like the cheese. Um, my favorite is my Christmas gift from you and Lexi, my mini treadmill, my walking pad. I have been on it. I've been running, jogging, at least jogging, walking two to three miles a day on it, along with my other workouts, So, and my hips haven't been hurting any more than they do normally, so doesn't matter but yes my walking <laughs> pad from amazon yeah what do you do do you read while you walk or so i have i have been well it's hard to read read, read but and I've listen been, right that's what yeah listen i have the book set up on and i've been listening but now i'm done with iron flame finally it took forever where are you at almost there i'm on chapter 50 something oh yeah keep it just forever at the end 60 something i'm blown away i got to the end of the book here i am reading while i was subbing the other day which I shouldn't do, not because I can't. I mean, the kids are working. I can do it. But the problem was is I start tearing up. Oh, my God. And I'm sitting at the desk, tearing up, and I'm like, Lexi, I can't cry. I'm subbing. She's like, stop reading. I'm like, I can't stop reading. We're at the end. I got to keep going. So I'm like trying not to cry at my desk while I'm reading while the kids are doing their work. And then I get to the end. Dismissal's happening, and I'm sitting still in the classroom, empty classroom, going, I can't believe this just happened. And I had to like Google a bunch of things. And I said, Lexi, can you talk? She's like, I can't talk. I'm like, oh my God, I got to talk to you. So it's crazy at the end. Like I'm still not sure really everything at the end. And so now she's sending me all these things that I'm reading. I'm going through all these interviews with the the author and things because I don't get it. But you'll get there. And then I could talk to you about it. I know. I'm almost there. All right. Yes, anything else you that you need to say before... Oh, what do I need to say? Oh, so on my walking path, that's what I do. I listen to books or podcasts or your vlogs. Usually when I'm on the elliptical or that, I watch vlogs and listen to vlogs. That's what I do, and it's fun. So far, so good. Yesterday, I walked 16,000 steps between oh my God, the airports and yeah. here. That's and, the thing about cheer sport. Yes. You walk. It's, it's the most walking of any competition by far. So you had what? You had a good 12, I was at like 14? 12, what was I at? I think you Something were at 12 because like you thought I was 14 and then I ended up yeah. with an extra 2,000 towards the end of the day. Ooh, you were almost yeah. at 13,000. 13, yep, I was at 16, I think. All right. All right, so we're going to get into the questions. Starting with this one, do you think that you will coach cheer as a career for the rest of your life? Well, let's get one thing straight. Coaching cheer is not a career. You do not get paid enough to sustain any kind of lifestyle, which I don't think people Unless realize. You're in the gym. Yeah, I mean, or you do privates. Privates, you that's definitely where you make the money in cheerleading. Coaching, you do not make the money. I'm making like, I'm not making minimum wage, but like I'm making hourly of the teams that I coach. So it's not like, and obviously and you only you, coach for right. like two hours, three hours a day, right. right, twice a week. But so. I do think I'll do it for, I mean, a long time because personally for me, like social media is obviously my dream job. I'm my own boss. I get to do all these amazing opportunities. I absolutely love it. I would not trade it for the world. But at the end of the day, it's not like fulfilling 
in a way because it's I, I, I just see numbers on screens. I don't get to meet people face to face. I don't get to kind of like I'm very much so it's like monotone and it's very just me. So like coaching for me is fulfilling. That's where I get like my excitement and kind of just that extra like like the love and the passion behind it. So I don't I do not do it at all for the money. I don't consider that like I consider social media my full time career right now obviously like income wise and everything else but coaching for me is what brings like that joy that social media obviously doesn't right yeah i mean i i did it for how many years mm -hmm. and i but i was a teacher you just do it at night you still mm -hmm. can't live off of it so yeah will you keep for your career you'll just keep doing it i mean yeah I'll keep, yeah literally All it's right. just it, i think it's crazy how little cheer coaches get paid all right, and how spread like teachers I, yeah true no it's yeah crazy for sure but i mean and but you would think because of how like expensive the industry is that like oh there's so much money in cheerleading but it's all varsity <laughs> the competition just take all the money definitely um how do you feel about nfl cheerleaders would you consider becoming one I feel like we it should be called brief. dancers, first of all. Like, it's not cheerleading. Like, I get they're on the sideline, so in that way it's cheerleading, but they're not cheering. They do have very few teams that have co-ed, and they do stunts and things like that. Well, but yeah, but, but I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking, like, high school, like, first down, score those points. Like, they're <laughs> yeah, not doing that. <laughs> no. No, it's more stunting or dancing. You're yeah. right, so I don't know. Um, I mean, we were watching when we were watching Hard Knocks, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, like, maybe in college, if I didn't have anything else going on, like, I think it would be a lot of fun. Like, I would do it for fun. I wouldn't do it yeah. to be, like, a professional cheerleader because I don't I think it's it for... any – it's not really a step up from anything. It's a completely different kind of – Right. I did it for every Erie team that came to Erie way back yeah. when and almost did the Bills. But when I was trying out for the Jills, it was like you didn't get paid – like, you had – where you made your money were your appearances. Yeah. And considering I was living in Erie, you I would it. have to drive an hour and a half to do an appearance to drive back. Between the gas, the time, that appearance money didn't really make any sense. And then you got one ticket to the game and one parking ticket. I'm like, okay, somebody can go alone. Yeah. It, it, unless you lived in the town, it didn't make sense for me. Now, you live in by Miami, you're still not that close enough to probably make sense. So, yeah. Well, would it be fun so actually, you. the, I don't know if it was the NFL or one of the teams specifically just posted a TikTok saying like what our cheerleaders do outside of like cheerleading and they got so much backlash because there's people like oh I'm a nurse and they're like you guys posting this is just realize like do you not realize that how much money is in the NFL and these are athletes too that you expect to be at every game and you're paying them pennies when everyone else in that like stadium is making yeah. million gajillions so that backfired on them. I think they got a lot of hate for that. So. Yeah, it's not. It's I mean, yeah, it, 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 you just do it for the experience because they don't get paid either. Correct. So. I don't, obviously at this point I would never do it, but it would be fun. Like I would just do it just to be involved in that whole atmosphere. Um, When is it okay to ask for a picture with a cheer superstar? So this is something that obviously I have a lot of experience with over the years and I just saw um yesterday kennedy bale on panthers posted that like she was getting really stressed out about it and i i know exactly how it feels especially i could tell that from what i've seen at competitions she's very much like me as an athlete where on competition day you are very like zoned in and what you have to do like you don't like being scatterbrained you don't like being distracted like 
she is very there to do her job to be there for her team and that is most important to her um it's hard because when I'm I, I don't really just like hang around competitions when I don't have to be there so most of the time I am in a rush or I'm there specifically to do something so it's hard because there's not many times where I'm waiting around doing nothing which is obviously the best time to ask for a picture um I would say the worst time is obviously when I'm with LJ in warm-ups which you would think well yeah yeah. obviously when I'm with any team but when I'm in warm-ups which you would think people that would be like an automatic no but surprisingly I've gotten asked wow my team is on the warm-up mat if I can take a picture um and after my teams go is 100% the worst time because as a coach you only have a certain time frame to do score sheets and if you don't do it within a certain time frame you, you like they could literally deny you and it could be my fault that like my team doesn't get what they deserve out of me so after we compete we have to go right to get our score sheets and then you have to go if you have anything that you need to discuss you have to go right to AccuScore within like 15 20 minutes so Anytime after we compete, I am always in a rush. That's probably from when LJ meets to when that part happens is definitely like the worst time. If you ever just literally see me hanging around, that's the best time. I will always say whenever I can, I will always say yes. If there's time, it's hard because if I am in a rush, I know sometimes like I get it. It's one picture and the one picture takes. But once one 30 seconds, comes, that's what I was getting. Somebody else to. sees it. And then you got all these things. And as soon as I stop for one, there's, oh my God, yeah. I heard the craziest story yesterday, but I don't want to air out their dirty laundry on the podcast, so I'm not, just in case they listen. But <laughs> I don't need to know your life drama and the reason why I have to take a picture with your daughter. I will gladly just take a picture with your daughter just to take a picture with your daughter. But it, it's hard because as much as I'd love to say yes when I am in a rush, because I know one picture does take like 30 seconds at most, as soon as I stop for one, someone else sees it and then all of a sudden I have a line and then I feel bad because if I said yes to one like I kind of have to say yes to everybody so sometimes it's easier for me like I I don't ever just full out say no I've never said no in my life but I'll tell you to like find me at a certain point or just like a little bit later because it's just way easier and way better for me to take pictures because as soon as I take one I'm there's never really just a one and done kind of situation so I'd rather say yes when I am able to take pictures with everyone so that way I don't have to look like the bad guy and only like choosing who I'm taking pictures with. Yeah, or message or ask Shelly, though I'm not going to be around the rest of the season, I don't think. <laughs> so maybe at Worlds because then I can tell you when she'll be free. Yeah, it's hard. Basically, I would say, um, oh, another one is bathrooms. You would be amazed how many pictures I get asked to take in a bathroom. That to yeah, me is like a no. Yeah, you couldn't even pee because you were afraid to go yeah. to the restroom because you get bombarded in the restroom. Yeah, I had to hold so. it until I was in warm-ups and I had to pee for like three hours. <laughs> um but I mean it doesn't hurt to ask and I I will give you an honest answer of when I can do it later but I would say just try to avoid any time I'm like blatantly with a team obviously in warm-ups and then after they compete can't you you know what you should do and I've been saying this. set up a certain time you need to put on your social media like this time period come now I'm gonna take pictures or like a few times during the yeah. day because that's the problem they don't know when yeah. the time is you really need to do that it's hard because i never know like until the like weekend right of, now, like, today though i mean if you put it on your story i would think enough people would maybe look at it maybe not i don't know something to think about for the other comps 
when are LJ going to reveal the new unis? I know oh, I said cheer yes, sport. The I plan was, was cheer sport until no, a few days ago. The plan was majors, ago. and now well, it's cheer sport. The plan was now majors, but they NCAA. were not ready for majors. So then we had to, even a part of the uniform up until this week was not ready. We had to adjust that. So we've been practicing them. They are ready, and we are definitely going to do it at NCA, which honestly I like better because the arena is like the most special venue to compete in. It's the most like... I feel like it's it's always the best to debut a new uniform or anything new in really? the NCA arena. I'm going to have to go to Dallas. Oh, <laughs> I got to look at that when we're done. Um, did you ever experience burnout as an athlete? I kind of did. My The year right before I came to Top Gun, I at the end of that year, I didn't know if I was going to cheer again. Because where I lived, there just wasn't... Like, I was driving two and a half hours to cheer in Pittsburgh. And there was just... I just felt like... I don't know. I just wasn't loving it anymore. I was coming out of almost every practice just like upset and well, crying and angry. To and get to Worlds, win Worlds and do that. And you had like one or two more years left and you were like, ooh. Yeah, I, it was. So I, I kind of felt like I was burnt out at that point. And then I didn't. I, I always knew my super senior year I was going to go to Top Gun. I always knew I was going to college in Miami. I was doing all of that. So once the opportunity kind of came up the year before that I was going to be able to do that my senior year, that 100% sparked like my love again for cheerleading and I've never lost it since. I've never ever felt burnt out since being at Top Gun. I don't know if you were burnt out. You're mainly just, I don't know, something. I mean, I just didn't love it anymore at that point. Like it just wasn't. So I I feel like, yeah, I was kind of burnt out. I guess. Um, what was the best way to condition yourself and did you condition on your own or only during practice? There is nothing that conditions you like a full out. Not, no other workout ever compares to a full out. Even within, like, I struggle now as a coach trying to figure out how to condition my teams because, like, literally nothing transfers over like other a full out does. Other than just doing full outs. Literally. That's and it. And you don't so. want to burn them out, but that's the only thing. They're like, oh, do we have to do so many? Yes. One will not get easier until you start Dude, doing you more. Don't do it to... full out. Like they used to just strike, do it half out. No, it's a full out. There's a reason it's a full out. Yeah. So no, as an athlete, I I've tried a bunch of different workouts. Nothing compares to a full out. So, just that's literally. I mean, I mean obviously anything you do for, right, for is going to condition your body. You're going to get stronger. You're going to get better stamina. But like. Anything that's on the same level of a full out just doesn't exist, in my no, opinion. No, you have to do full outs. It's crazy. How many times have you won Worlds and on what team? I won all four times on double O. Back to back to back to back. Well, obviously there was COVID year that Worlds didn't happen or else I would have been a five-time world champ. We 100% would have won that year, but it's fine. Four times on double O. I got... And so far, maybe you'll get that fifth one as coach. I mean... Well, from here on out, I better get my fifth one as yeah, a coach somewhere. True, but yeah. Um, TGLC, my first year I got fourth. My second year I got third. And then all my double O years I won. Which is crazy. Never lost worlds on double O. And as a coach last year was silver. Yeah. So second. you have a silver, gold, bronze. Yep. Um, What is your favorite comp? My favorite competition is always UCA. It is just so laid back, so Are fun. You, you're going this year? Yeah. Still? Yeah. I love it because it's like you get all the nerves out of Worlds without being at Worlds. It is literally just Worlds a month earlier with no competition, hardly at all. Like not many teams go. No stress because it is so laid back. And it's obviously not Worlds, so you don't have that stress riding on you. But then when you get to Worlds, you literally do the same thing you just did a month before. So that's why we love going because it's 
for every all of our kids that haven't competed at Worlds, it gives them an opportunity to really like be in that atmosphere, that venue without all the stress. It's so then, just so expensive. Oh, it's not insane. Because it's of the insane. whole Disney thing. And it's like, you guys don't need that. You're from Florida. You're only going there to the com- competition. And I don't know. It's just so expensive. How do you deal with negativity on a cheer team? Obviously, in this day and age of social media, you, like, see everything. But I don't know. As you would think me being in the spotlight, quote-unquote, I... One, I feel like I never did anything to bring on hate. So I never really had hate, which I feel very lucky about. But I also feel like it's kind of the way you carry yourself as an athlete that determines whether people are going to hate on you or not. Like, I feel like I never gave anyone a reason to hate on me. So I feel like that's kind of the reason why. But I don't know. I feel like I never let it get to me. Like, knowing, obviously, this was my dream team. So no matter what you could say... I guarantee that, like, even on the worst performance days as an athlete or as a team, the people behind the screen would die to be... to They would die to be the stunt falling on a Top Gun team. Like, so that never just... It never bothered me. Those people are not on the level that... Or, like, doing what we do. So they can eat... Like, sure, they can go hate behind a screen, but they're not doing what we do, so it doesn't bother me. When like, you read the question, I was thinking more, like athletes on your team negativity when you read that so i oh, wasn't thinking okay maybe you dealing with negativity but like negativity all around like when i opened my twitter this morning to try to see what the scores were since i fell asleep or the placements mm-hmm. were because i fell asleep before and you didn't wake me up um it's all negativity is that what you're saying oh my say? gosh yeah. the first thing i saw was a nasty swearing which i can't believe they would allow that on twitter it was awful, the language of something about TGLC, and obviously it wasn't from them. No. It was yeah. from somebody else, but it was awful. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, it was the first thing I saw this morning. And, I mean, <clears throat> it, it, people love to hate on teams that are good. Just like, I, I fell victim to this. I caught myself saying this with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I was like, ugh, I don't want them to win again. Like, I want the 49ers to win. And then I was like, well, if they're the best team, they're the best team. Like, that's what they get. I get it gets boring, but these teams are who they are for the reason. Like... Who cares I know, if they but keep it gets winning me over mad. They again. don't win because they're that good. They win because the other teams <laughs> do stupid things, and that's what drives me nuts. Anyway, but, but yeah, Lexi is gonna have to. You keep sounding like a horse. I'm gonna I'm apologize sorry, when for I talk everyone. So much, I have to clear my throat. And Lexi's not here to edit them out, so you're just gonna have to deal with them. But God, it's this not is that bad. I think this is my ick about you. My clearing my throat. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. It I don't know what to nuts. tell you. Get your nose thing. You don't have to do it, but I should have done it way back when. You want to get a nose job with me? No. Why? Okay. Well, did you see Lexi go through that pain? <laughs> Hell no. I'm doing it. Okay. Well, how to do how to deal with negativity then on a cheer team within a team? I just like I, I get you're gonna have your drama, but I don't know. I was always the type of person that like you you have to love everyone. You need everyone on the floor to get the outcome that you want. So why are you hating on anyone? Why is there any negativity? Why are you letting drama take over the team? Like, we've had this talk with LJ. It's hard with 30 high girls, school girls. Right. They, especially with, obviously, within Top Gun, you guys know how many, like, relationships exist and how, like, basically when you come to Top Gun, like, Top Gun is your high school. Top Gun is your social life. Top Gun is your everything. So they're having the normal high school drama Family, within, yeah, and, like, yeah. there's obviously going to be those little issues that you're dealing with, with boys and with everything else but like you need each other you need 
to love. I don't care what happens outside the doors of the gym. When you step foot in the gym, you have to leave all that outside because you need to be on a respect level and a love level. You don't have to be best friends with everyone, but you have to love everyone as a person enough to rely on them on in a full out and in a routine. Like you cannot let negativity take over or that is going to be the number one thing that will lead to an unsuccessful team. Right. You guys do a lot to... to- to yeah sure team bondings and, and we've had so we've had practices where we spend the entire three hours in the staff room just airing out Fuck. all of our issues and talking through them because nothing will no matter how many times we rat out, rep out a stunt if there's an issue within the team if it's too clicky if there's things happening like we're never going to be successful so yeah we take so much time out to make sure that that issue is solved because it's such a big that will lead to that literally the most successful teams i've been on have been the ones that love each other so much and like don't have the negativity because that will break down a team faster than anything else um why did you guys have to wear bodysuits what is your opinion on this topic it's a, a dumb rule in my opinion i get i and i'm all against or i'm all for athlete safety and obviously the cheer industry is obviously dealing with a lot of athlete safety issues so i'm all for trying to figure out ways to make them better i don't think making Putting grown mesh. adults wear mesh on their stomach is doing anything. Where's grown adults? Who's doing Open. It? Open teams are the only ones at Worlds that have to wear mesh. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, my last two years on Double O, I had to wear mesh at Worlds. I don't even remember. How? Really? I ripped I it know. off backstage. The second I was done performing, I took it off. Well, that's the thing. It's not really hiding anything. It's just... And also, like, what... Yeah. It's that's... just mesh material over... Yeah, I don't know. It's It's very odd. That's what, so, it, it, yeah, it was uncomfortable to perform in, too, honestly. I guess I get the junior and under, but. Yeah, I, I open, definitely get no. that. Yeah, the open to me doesn't make sense. Please spill some actual cheer tea. I don't really, uh, I feel like, like lately I don't have tea? any. Um, I don't have any cheer tea. I feel like nothing has happened that, like, I know behind the scenes info of that you guys wouldn't. Um, Other than all your favorite teams were at AccuScore for a very long time and I did not have to go once so that is for everyone on Twitter that always says Gabby Fuller fight scores and then I was laughing because here they are sitting on the floor like like they were all sitting on the floor in little circles yeah. like you couldn't even get there wasn't chairs couches Nothing. places to sit it was funny but I mean yeah I, I I'm kind of glad that Obviously, now I'm, like, vlogging more as a coach because, obviously, no one has ever done that before. So, I feel like, like, scoring is so not transparent in the industry. Even as a coach, it's not transparent. Like, oh. even as I'm seeing breakdowns of my own divisions, I'm like, there's no reason why some of these scores are the way they are. And you can't ask for clarification on that at all. And I don't understand. As somebody who's been in the industry, now, I, granted, I have not been around in a while, but... Like this morning, waking up and asking Gabby, how can this be? This video compared to this video, how can this team score that much? And it's because, I don't know what, you have to hit your, I don't get it. Well, difficulty's maxed out on varsity. So every team in basically every division is getting the same difficulty scores. So what's setting me, teams apart that is. that drives me nuts. Because that shouldn't yeah, be, but it anyway. It evens the playing field. But So you can do a. Your whole team can do fulls or your whole team can do doubles and it's the same score. In standing tumbling, yes. That is just crazy to me. That It doesn't... Why would you do the other things? I mean, I don't know why. It should be. If you're doing... 
If you're doing fulls, it should be one score. If you're doing doubles, it should be another score. It's because they don't want judges to sit there and count and try to figure it out. Yeah. Because then obviously, like, a technique is easier on a clean full than it would be on a team throwing doubles. But, yeah. So, that's that. Um, but basically, where teams are getting set apart is all execution. And then the second half of the score sheet. The dance, sportsmanship, or not sportsmanship, showmanship, creativity, formation. Blowing and those ones out. You have great scores for those. I mean, yeah, we got a perfect dance score, as we should. But um, so other teams in our division also got a perfect dance score, and that's where they should. Sorry, that's where LJ. I, I, that's one thing that I will fight to the death of. LJ always is going to have the best dance, so we better get scored in the best dance. But yeah, I I don't get the scoring. It's so crazy these days, and. Even though they say not subjective, yes, it's subjective. Your yeah. technique and execution can be subjective. I mean, it's just crazy that we had LJ score 20 minutes after they competed, and we did not have division breakdowns until 1 a.m. Well, there was this little symbol next to the first and fourth place team. Does that mean they were maybe fighting a score or doing something? I got to show you that. No, but what is a symbol? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that maybe sim- they replay. Oh, no, it said replay. So, did they have to go... I'll show you. I don't think you know what you're talking about, but show me. And It definitely (laughs) doesn't mean that. show you, but... Well, that's why I was thinking maybe they waited because of AccuScore. Well, obviously, yeah, they had to wait. That's what they were waiting on, but it was just insane that it took that long. That long. Correct. But that just also shows you how many mistakes are being made. And I get it, because obviously, you're seeing... The routines happen fast. I get that part. But... But you shouldn't give the... I mean, I know you want to get your score right away, but you shouldn't because it takes... I mean, somebody should be... I remember one time when I was judging, I sat there and I watched video after video and just counted everything. And, like, I don't know how you get your score that fast without... I don't know. You do have to go back and look as a judge and there should be somebody looking and... I don't know. It's just very odd. If one of the coaches asked you to fill in for a flyer role, would you take it? So I actually did get asked last year, and it was, like, kind of asked this year. But here's the thing. Yeah. Competitions do not prioritize coach crossovers whatsoever. Obviously, they have to co- they have to prioritize, like, athlete-to-athlete crossover because you physically have to be on the mat. So with that being said, there are so many times where if I did double O right now, I would completely miss LJ. And I, I just cannot let that happen. Right. You're a coach right now. So... Like last year at Worlds. If it was not conflicting, you said you'd do it. But and it was conflicting. it was. So, yeah. it's And obviously, we don't know that answer until like the week of competition. So, I feel like I cannot commit to that until I know that answer and then it's kind of too late. And also, I don't want to spread myself too thin. Like I said, as an athlete, I am so zoned into what I have to do and I don't like distractions. So, trying to be a coach and an athlete on that caliber at the same time I, it would just stress me out more than I would enjoy it. So I, I honestly love, I feel like I fulfill, I mean, I won Worlds four times. Like, I fulfilled everything that I needed to do as an athlete. I felt like I was at the point where my last year on double O, I felt so content with not being an athlete anymore. And obviously, if I didn't coach LJ, I, I would probably still be cheering because I would have missed so many right. things. But I get so fulfilled. I get to experience everything still as a coach. I'm still involved in Everything that I would have been, the only thing I don't do is perform on the stage. But I did that for 23 years of my life that, like, at one point I was obviously going to be done doing that. And I did it at every prestigious event possible. Like, I've, I've done all of it that 
I felt so content making that transition to a coach and now I really don't I don't feel like I miss out on anything I still get that team aspect I still get literally everything that so unfortunately at this point unless it was like I feel like the only time I could really see myself competing would be if something happened like an injury or something at a competition and they needed someone last minute where like I like I they really needed me and I obviously like would not want them to suffer and I would make it work that way but also the other thing is like double o practices on opposite days of lj i'm finally at the point where i'm not at the gym every day that would make me be at the gym every day and they compete or they practice till 11 30 at night i just i cannot do that so it's just like it would stress me out more than anything and that's kind of why i haven't gone back that it's just i wouldn't the the pros the cons outweigh the pros at this oh, point as a cheer mom this is so much more relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry if it's my kid up there that's gonna, anything happens. I used to get so nervous. Now I'm like, woo, yay. This is fun. Yeah. I love it. I feel like I made the transition at the right time and I made the right decision and I absolutely love what I'm doing now. Um, Why are cheerleaders always chewing gum? I have no idea. I never did that. That would stress me out. Did you ever have to move for cheer? It's so crazy how many people don't know. Oh, yeah. How many like, teams even people, have you been on? What teams have you been yeah, on? Yeah, someone... One of the first questions was, like, why didn't you cheer when you aged out? Like, guys, some of you don't even know that I was on TGLC. <laughs> it's so crazy to me how... I mean, I get it, because that was... What? Like, so long ago at this point. Like, seven, eight years already. But... I... That. Most of you only know me from cheering oh, of aging God. out. Most of you only know me from double O. I was on TGLC two years. I was on double O for five. That was me aging out. And then I stopped cheering at like 24. <laughs> like, I cheered a very long time. Yes. More than <laughs> most. But it's just crazy how many people... Like, because I, I feel like most people know, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people have found me recently that don't know my I cheer years you and shelly should coach together we'd probably die kill each other oh my god yeah i couldn't do so it long. So <laughs> i so am level two I, I could go back to that but i could never do worlds and all that no way but i can clean things yeah i mean she still has an eye she knows what's the only thing is she doesn't know this score sheet so that's why it honestly yes. drives her more mad than anything of certain right. scores because i don't know the score sheet I might dive into that. I only know the score sheet of the one. I do overall for another company, and so it's great. I just look for f spacing, formations, things like that. It's easy for me, and I can see that, but I I can look and tell you, okay, straighten the leg, point the toe, little things like that, but I don't know the score sheet. It drives me crazy. I should look and learn, but I don't have time for that. What's the hardest thing about being a cheer mom? Um... Just not, I don't know. I, it's just the whole balance of not worrying about your kid. And what I hate is when cheer moms focus on the others, mm -hmm. the others on the team and the drama and all that. But try to stay out of that. Just not live through your kid too. Just kind of, I don't know. I feel like pushing them to the level, but also yeah. not too far and you know expecting their best and doing it and making it fun and enjoyable i don't know you tell me what what did we do right and wrong because obviously we did a lot right i mean yeah i feel like i mean it helped because you knew cheerleading so you right where you sometimes these moms probably 
down yeah. to a lot of them. And also, I mean, yeah, I see some of these moms that like of kids that do privates with Justin and like they'll s- tell him basically what he needs to be doing with their kid. And he's like, you pay me for a reason. Like, I promise I know what I'm doing. I promise I'm doing it like right. in the right way. Just in even it as helped a coach, that I was in the industry. So it's kind yeah. of hard for me to even answer that question. But then so I will say you did a fantastic job of once you were my coach. And then once I started cheering at a different gym, transforming to mom and like, like you did so good of not trying to coach me (laughs) i don't know if they'd all agree with that but um i i did an okay job yes i tried to sit back and let the coaches do it was hard at first for you i know that i remember the first year you like recorded our video and tried to make voice memos of like things that they didn't and it drove me crazy like things weren't getting fixed every competition the same things and as a coach it drove me nuts but, like, personally, from mom to daughter, I feel like you did a great job of, like, being a mom when I needed you to be a mom and not trying right. to be a coach when you weren't technically you my coach tell me. That's the thing, too. Yeah. Like, even now, you're like, yep, get back. Yeah. Don't even. I mean, so honestly, you try to do more now because I'm a coach and you try to have more of a voice. And I'm like, mom, you just remember, I know that you were a coach. You are not this coach. <laughs> I know. You were not coaching this team. You do not know certain ins and outs of like this day and age of the industry but i also can't you know get to be your second eyes too yeah i see things that you because you may not be focused there's too many things going on so that's good too but yeah i just i feel so bad for the kids that the moms are just doing too much and like they're honestly doing that too little yeah it's like one way or the other i mean yeah the moms that just go to competitions to get drunk drive me nuts too because mm. I've seen so many kids that it they get so upset over it. And the moms sometimes, like, miss performances because they just are here to party. And that makes me sad. So don't be that mom. And don't be the mom that puts so much pressure on your kid that, like, if something goes wrong in a competition, they, they, did, they didn't go out there obviously hoping or trying to do bad. They need a support system. Do not harp on it. Do not make them feel worse than they already do. Like, they're already breaking themselves down inside. But also, I'm not a participation award person either. You gotta... No, obviously, but... Just, yeah, I don't know. Just finding the happy medium of being a mom, pushing them to want to do better, obviously, but not being too over the top where you're breaking them down more than you're building them up. Right. Give them outlets to, you know, learn and do better. Things like that. I mean, we took you places. You did um, privates and things like that. Um, There was something I was going to say in there and I lost it because, you know, I'm old um okay maybe it'll come back to me okay. i don't know um did you try out at td in person or on zoom asking because i want to try out for lj next year come on down girl um i've actually never tried out in person at top gun ever i my first year so it was before zoom was a thing so i did a video tryout so you just kind of put you put a routine video in i mean this was back in the day they don't do this anymore but i had to put a routine video in i had to put all my highlights and then i actually had to do a sit down interview portion of answering like a ton of questions about me and I'm honestly so glad they did that because I feel like that's kind of how we've had people the reason we do zoom now is at our gym we've had people send in videos of not themselves and then they show up and it's not them (laughs) we've had that happen we've had people send in old videos and they don't have those skills anymore so that's why we do zoom now so obviously I will say if you can I recommend trying out in person I just feel like it goes smoother and you get a feel for the gym, you get to meet people already, so you're not coming in 
just kind of like blindsided when you if you do a zoom and then you come to like the group assessment or like your first practice so if you can try out in person I recommend it and you also get to see all of the coaches where on zoom basically Victor handles most of those so you may not get to like see an LJ coach if you really want to do LJ obviously he like filters all the all of them through and we'll put like oh she'd be a better fit for LJ she'd be a better fit for this team whatever like he's very fair with it but I, I recommend coming in person if you That's can. That's what I was going to say, Coach Greg. He likes me around. He says I keep I him calm. Keep him calm, but I feel like I, I don't know what I do to keep him calm, either. but he likes me there, and I like him, so we're good. That's what I was going to bring up when we were talking about something. But anyway, yeah, tryouts, I would say go down. I, I mean, if, hey, it's a nice can, trip to Florida. Best, right. You can get cheap flights. Go down, hang out, check it all out, because it may not be for you or – you know, you can see what's going on. And, of course, you have to have the skills, but it is worth it. Oh, this is a good one. How involved are you in your athletes' lives outside of cheer? So, I, there, I, I there's people that say that, that you, like, you shouldn't blur that line and you should have coach-to-athlete relationship and that should be all, but I feel like I get the best results from the athletes where I know just about everything going on in their life. I know when they're having a bad day. I know when they're going through a breakup. I know when they're mad at their mom or they're in a fight or they had a bad day at school because like you have to know those things in order to get the best results out of them and know how to coach them because if someone's having a bad day and you just are negative and you scream at them like they're going to break down and you probably won't get any results that you want out of them the entire rest of the practice. So I am the kind of person, and I feel like that's kind of one of my roles on LJ, obviously because I'm the closest one and you're to their age, and mm-hmm. I'm a female, yeah. I know when it's their time of the month. Like, I, I like to take all of that on. Even in the warm-up room, I am sitting there going basically through therapy sh- sessions one-on-one when I see anyone look stressed. I'm like, get everything out of your head. Tell me, because I, I don't want the team to know what you're stressed about, like, tell me what you're worried about in this routine right now tell me what is stressing you out what if there's like someone else that you feel is stressed out that is stressing you out like I like to take all of that on I feel like that is honestly one of my biggest strengths as a coach is just like being more one-on-one with athletes know what's going on being that kind of bridge from athlete to coach because I'm obviously not the scary one I'm the easiest one to talk to I'm only a few years older than them I obviously know more of what they're going through I girl to girl obviously understand a lot of those girl issues so I love being involved in that I feel like it's really important but I I understand that there's some coaches where they they don't that isn't their role they don't need to know those certain things and they and that's kind of why I I love knowing those certain things I feel like that's and I think you get close to some of them um a little more than others as you know all that but I think it's because, but those are the ones that, that feel more comfortable with me that tell me those things. Well, right. And also possess the same traits as you do as an athlete. So it's not like you're crossing any lines because you personally wouldn't do that as an athlete. So therefore they don't, I mean, there's no lines like that to cross. It's, it's a yeah. respectful relationship and they know when to be like, yeah, and that's what, yeah, 100%. Coach. I have, like, some of the athletes that I'm, quote-unquote, closest to are just the ones. One, it's a lot of them that don't have parents that moved down for host families So because I went through that. So, obviously, they don't have a mom to talk to. So, like, I'm kind of there. I've been through it. Like, I hear all of that from them. But some of the athletes I'm closest to are the ones that 
I can be the hardest on because they know 100% like they want that yeah so I I feel comfortable being that hard on them because I know that they can handle it or I know that they want the same end goal that obviously everyone else wants but that like they know I want to and they my biggest thing is the line of respect is never blurred and I also I don't I'm very good about I am their coach I will never be hanging out with these girls outside of the gym in a friend setting unless it's like the only time I hang out with them is like in a team bonding setting so I feel like that is obviously important like and I yeah I don't know I like knowing what's going on in their life I think it's super important as a coach right especially the only female coach yeah on an all-girl team they need that I mean I think you three have a great mix yeah I feel like we hit like every boom 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 yeah Yes, having the three of you together is, like, great. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses where other people have their strengths. And I feel like we balance each other you out really go, well. Everybody on the team can go to one of them for something. And also, Justin is a big... I, I He's, he's like, the fourth unofficial coach of LJ. And he, True. he everything that the only, like, holes that are missing, he fits very well with the girls, too. So, good. yeah. I feel like between us four, it's literally, like, the perfect dynamic and and me if you want to come to me <laughs> i mean you're there you're coach greg's emotional support yeah. person so yeah thoughts on coaches having favorites so i i feel like you always hear like coaches shouldn't have favorites and all of this and then we actually did a staff training with a coach from another gym and he full out said like coaches should have favorites and the team should know who your favorites are as long as those favorites are the ones that are working the hardest harder. doing their best always making the correction that you tell them and at that point I kind of get because not that it should be a favorite but like they should be getting positive reinforcement so that way athletes want to be like them like they want to be getting that positive those like compliments and that encouragement I don't think like it's hard because as a a coach I really don't feel like I have a favorite like there's there's athletes that I not even that I talk to more there's athletes that talk to me more but that also makes it so the ones that don't talk to me, I kind of make it my job to like, I want to get close to them. I want to break down that wall. I want to allow them to feel comfortable with me to be open as like the ones that talk to me all the time. Like there's there's certain kids on LJ that I know probably too much about their life. Like they just tell me everything. They always take pictures with you. They always post them. Yeah. Da, 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 so people think, oh, they're always with coach. Right. Gabby, but it's, it's but... it never comes from my end. It's always their end. Like if they come up and talk to me, obviously I'm going to engage in whatever conversation that they do. There's some that I, I don't know any outside of cheer. Like I couldn't tell you much about their life because I don't, if they don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to like force that out of them. I kind of wait until the athletes allow me to break down those walls and like want me to know those things but when it comes to favorites it's never the ones that I don't know I really feel like I I don't like I don't have favorites obviously I have like athletes that stand out to me as like overall hard-working athletes and then I have the ones that talk to me the most or I have right the ones that have good personality or I have the ones that are very quiet that I'm like I will talk to you until you allow me in because yeah and you were you know you're you were a rule follower. Uh, oh, 100%. Good athlete. So you were one of the favorites. So you see yes, that. All right. We've been talking long enough. We'll end it on this next one because I don't okay. even know what this answer is. Michelle, what is your favorite routine of Gabby's? Oh, that's hard because I really liked 
your back then one, which I was you your first that. or yeah. second, second year. So second year no, on first TGLC. Year, my first, year. first year on TGLC. Second yeah. Year. So my first year on TGLC. I mean, that was the most mind blowing thing because I didn't even know if I was going to make the team because I obviously didn't tumble. I was a small fish coming into a well, big no, pond. You obviously where you could tumble, just didn't every now and then. But yes. Well, but on that team, to, I didn't, didn't tumble. Eventually didn't have to. Correct. But obviously coming from, like, we all come from these gyms where you are one of the best. And then you come to this big gym where you have athletes that are used to being the best at their old gym, and now you're all the best. So I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to land on this right. team. Yeah, we if would I'm be gonna happy if you are going to be a back corner. I did, yeah, that's what that I thought. I was okay. just happy to be on the team. Right. I didn't even know if that was going to happen. So then when I went to, it was work week, when I found out... We didn't even make cuts yet. So, again, I didn't know. And all of a sudden, I'm the, I have my own highlighted stunt. That was the most insane thing to me ever. Like, I'm coming at Top Gun where I'm just happy to be there. Had no idea I was going to be center flyer. Did not think I was going to be center flyer. And then I had my own highlighted stunt. Yeah, so that was one of my favorite years. And then, just because the stunt, I just liked it. It was different and you had your own little thing. And then, I think, I, I loved... Double O's, the schoolgirl, school yeah, because that was a fun routine, and I loved what you it did was in our that first one. Theme too, it was, and I feel like we did it so well. Everyone hated on it back in the day, and now I'm seeing now that more themes are around, everyone is like, we went really hard on Double O school year, and it was actually really fun and a really good theme. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was one of my favorites. And then I really liked, you know, one of your last years on last, uh, I mean, all your years, a couple of years on Double O. So yeah, I mean, they were all good. They all had something yeah. that I loved. So it's hard to pick one. And yeah, then we could go back to, oh, does it say on Top Gun or does it no, say, it oh, favorite see? Because then you got her little ones with her dancing and all her other, yeah, there's just too many to pick. Too many to pick. But all there's right. a lot in those years. Well, I mean, I could do a whole nother episode, honestly, because there are so many questions. But we've been talking for an hour. I'm going to probably start getting ready soon. Actually, Revs goes on. How, how soon they go on pretty soon i want to watch them yeah, on the live stream yeah i know seems have already started going but hope you enjoyed i obviously this is going to come out after cheer sport but if you competed i hope the weekend went well good luck for all the competitions coming up and thanks for listening to outgoing without going out oh what what else, what are you going without going out we don't say that at the end but okay you should okay <laughs> bye we'll see you later bye bye <laughs>